Today on the Join the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Jeremiah. We're in chapter 44. This chapter is entitled Disaster Because of Idolatry. And this is a word that the Lord gave Jeremiah in regard to the people living in Egypt, both lower and upper Egypt. And they would have been Jews living there because they were deported there or because they went there, like the people we just read about in chapter 43. So it says, This word came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews living in Egypt. It says, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You saw the great disaster I brought on Jerusalem and all the towns of Judah. Today they lie deserted and in ruins because of the evil they have done. They provoked me to anger by burning incense and by worshiping other gods that neither they nor you nor your fathers ever knew. Again and again I sent my servants the prophets who said, Do not do this detestable thing that I hate. But they did not listen or pay attention. They did not turn from their wickedness or stop burning incense to the other gods. Therefore my fierce anger was poured out. It raged against the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem and made them the desolate ruins that they are today. Now picking up in verse 7, it says, This is what the Lord, the God Almighty, the God of Israel says. Why bring such great disaster on yourselves by cutting off from Judah the men and women, the children and infants, and so leave yourselves without a remnant? Why provoke me to anger with what your hands have made, burning incense to other gods in Egypt where you have come to live? You will destroy yourselves and make yourselves an object of cursing and reproach among all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness committed by your fathers and by the kings and queens of Judah and the wickedness committed by you and your wives in the land of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? To this day they have not humbled themselves or shown reverence, nor have they followed my law and my decrees, the decrees I set up before you and your fathers. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I am determined to bring disaster on you and to destroy all Judah. I will take away the remnant of Judah who were determined to go to Egypt to settle there. They will all perish in Egypt. They will fall by the sword or die from famine. From the least to the greatest, they will die by sword or famine. They will become an object of cursing and horror of condemnation and reproach. I will punish those who live in Egypt with the sword, famine, and plague, as I punished Jerusalem. None of the remnant of Judah who have gone to live in Egypt will escape or survive to return to the land of Judah, to which they long to return and live. None will return except a few fugitives. Then all the men who knew that their wives were burning incense to other gods along with all the women who were present, which was a very large assembly, and all the people living in Lower and Upper Egypt, responded to Jeremiah. Now remember, this is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah that was so severe. He repeated himself a couple different times in a couple different ways and spoke of the disaster he was bringing on Judah because of their rebellion, because of their disrespect and how they've chosen to worship other gods in the way that the pagan peoples have worshipped these other gods. And now they respond to Jeremiah and say, We will not listen to the message you have spoken to us 
in the name of the Lord. We will certainly do everything we said we would. We will burn incense to the queen of heaven. Now, that is the Babylonian goddess called Ishtar. She is known as the queen of heaven. And she is a fertility goddess, which is why the women played a very important role in worshiping her because they thought that it would provide them with children. So it says, we will burn incense to the queen of heaven and will pour out drink offerings to her, just as we and our fathers, our kings and our officials did in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. At that time, we had plenty of food and were well off and suffered no harm. So they logicked in physical terms that while they were worshiping her back at home, that everything was still fine. They go on to say, but ever since we stopped burning incense to the queen of heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have had nothing and have been perishing by the sword and famine. So they concluded that when they stopped, that's why they are now struggling. They don't see that this is what the word of the Lord had spoken. The women added, when we burned incense to the queen of heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, did not our husbands know that we were making cakes? like her image and pouring out drink offerings to her basically they're like hey we're not at fault our husbands knew we were doing this they went along with it then jeremiah said to all the people both men and women who were answering him did not the lord remember and think about the incense burned in the towns of judah and the streets of jerusalem by you and your fathers your kings and your officials and the people of the land when the lord can no longer endure your wicked actions and the detestable things that you did. Your land became an object of cursing and a desolate waste without inhabitants, just as it is today. So he's saying, this is the result of what you were doing. Because you have burned incense and have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed him or followed his law or decrees or his stipulations, this disaster has come upon you as you now see. Then Jeremiah said to all the people, including the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah and Egypt. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You and your wives have shown your actions what you promised when you said, We will certainly carry out the vows we made to burn incense and pour out drink offerings to the Queen of Heaven. Go ahead then. Do what you promised. Keep your vows. But hear the word of the Lord, all Jews living in Egypt. I swear by my great name, says the Lord, that no one from Judah living anywhere in Egypt will ever again invoke my name or swear as surely as the sovereign Lord lives. For I am watching over them for harm, not for good. The Jews in Egypt will perish by the sword and famine until they are destroyed. Those who escape the sword and return to the land of Judah from Egypt will be very few. Then the whole remnant of Judah who came to live in Egypt will know whose word will stand, mine or theirs. So the word of the Lord has been spoken very plainly and very clearly, and even repetitively through the prophet Jeremiah, and the people have chosen again and again not to listen, again and again to continue to rebel and act like the Lord didn't see their rebellion. They followed through with the desires of their heart to worship the pagan gods. The Lord said that we will see whose word will stand. 
And then he goes on to say, This will be a sign to you that I will punish you in this place, declares the Lord, so that you will know that my threats of harm against you will surely stand. This is what the Lord says, I am going to hand Pharaoh Hopra, king of Egypt, over to his enemies who seek his life, just as I handed Zedekiah, king of Judah, over to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, the enemy who was seeking his life. Now, this is Pharaoh Hopra, who ruled Egypt from 589 to 570 BC. Pharaoh Hopra was indeed killed at this time by his Egyptian rivals during a power struggle. So the word of the Lord will stand, no matter how much these people want to believe that he did not see what they were doing, and that he did not care, maybe, what they were doing, that they were worshiping these other pagan gods, that they were worshiping the Queen of Heaven, and literally pouring out offerings to this goddess called Ishtar. You'll remember from our previous discussions that this is the same Ishtar, the Queen of Heaven, the Babylonian fertility goddess where the word Easter derives its name in regard to fertility, just like rabbits and eggs. And that ends chapter 44. And you'll remember that in chapter 45, we actually read this portion along with Jeremiah chapter 36, because that's where it would have fit in chronological order. It is very important to remember that the book of Jeremiah is not written in chronological order. And so the chapter that we just read, chapter 44, is actually the last of Jeremiah's recorded prophecies in chronological order. And then next week, we're going to pick up with some discussion of some prophecies or oracles towards some specific places and some specific peoples.